it doesn't matter if people think I'm immature, childish, play, playful. I want the primary experience of my life to be one of joy and one of playfulness and one of feeling alive. You know what I mean? Like, that's really what I want. I want to feel alive and I want to like, you know, suck the juice out of every single day that I can. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm excited to bring you this week's episode because it is a special one. It is part of the Sensitive and Empowered series that my friend Matt Lanzadel and I do. So if you're a frequent listener of the show, then you know that I don't do guest interviews, but Matt is an exception. We have been friends for a couple years now, and I just love having our monthly chats. It's just like so fun. And so I know you're going to love this conversation. I always get such great feedback about these episodes with Matt. So makes me really, really happy. And before we get into the episode, I also want to tell you something I'm really, really freaking excited about, which is that enrollment is open to my new program, The Sensitive and Soulful Vault. So I want to tell you right off the bat that the Sensitive and Soulful Vault used to be the Highly Sensitive and Soulful membership. The membership was a community that I ran for two years and it was an absolutely magical space. I loved it so much. And once I had a baby, came back from maternity leave, I just felt like I wanted to shift the way that I ran that community and delivered the content. And so the Sensitive and Soulful Vault was born. So what the vault is, is it's a library of resources and mini courses for highly sensitive people. So what you'll find inside the vault is 24 mini courses on a wide variety of HSP topics. So we're literally covering so many things overcoming people-pleasing, setting energetic boundaries, self-healing the sensitive soul, inner child work, navigating relationships as a highly sensitive person, like literally pretty much any topic you could ever want to have covered as an HSP is in that course. And so each mini course includes audio trainings, meditations, there's nervous system regulation practices, and then there are guest expert um, trainings from people in my in my space who are experts in their field. So we have amazing chakra balancing trainings. We have trainings on why highly sensitive people often attract narcissists. We have trainings on how to clear your energy. Oh my gosh, there is so much in there. But one of the things I'm most excited about when it comes to the vault is we're also going to have four live community workshops throughout the year. So with these workshops, we will, all vault members will be meeting on 
Zoom, and I'm going to be leading you through a workshop. We're going to connect with each other. I'm going to teach you some awesome new tools. It's going to be so magical. So the four community workshops we will be having are one on the HSP healing journey, where we'll really be diving into healing ourselves as HSPs, understanding our triggers and our traumas and what's happening beneath the surface. We're going to have a workshop on becoming unapologetically confident as a highly sensitive person. So we're going to look at self-worth and really learning how to step into confidence. There's going to be a workshop on finding your center as a sensitive soul. So this will really be a focus on nervous system regulation, emotion regulation. We're going to be focusing on how to ground ourselves in overwhelming moments going to dive into a lot of stuff in that workshop. And then we're going to have a workshop on setting holiday boundaries and managing our energy. So this will be helping you navigate those awkward holiday conversations and deal with people who can be kind of draining for you. We're going to cover all of that in those workshops. And this, the sensitive and soulful vault is something that you will have lifetime access to. So This is really a beautiful mix of self-paced mini courses that you can dive into whenever you need, plus a beautiful community aspect with live workshops, because I know so many of you love that live element and want to connect with other HSPs. And personally, I have found that to be the most healing part of my journey as a sensitive soul is connecting with other HSPs, because so many of us feel different, feel like we don't fit in, feel misunderstood. And so my goal is to create a community where you feel pumped to be highly sensitive, where you are proud to be highly sensitive, where you don't feel so alone. I want you to feel magical. I want you to be like, yes, this is me and I'm so proud to be myself. So if this is speaking to you, check out the Sensitive and Soulful Vault. You can find it at sensitiveandsoulful.com forward slash the vault. You can also find the link in the show notes. And if you enroll by March 26th, you will be able to join us for our very first workshop of the year, which is that HSP healing journey workshop where we're going to dive into all the things, the trauma, the triggers, self-healing. We're going to go into so, so much. And so I would love to have you there. So super excited and cannot wait to get the ball rolling on that awesome program. Okay. I love you all and I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm so excited to be here for another monthly chat with my good friend, Matt Lansadell. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to share, we were laughing right before this because I'm drinking liquid death. If you don't know, it's this like sparkling water <laughs> and the can. He's like, are you drinking a Guinness? <laughs> he thought I was 1 p.m. on a Wednesday. No, I am not. <laughs> It's kind of funny, Um, but I'm so excited. I always look forward to our monthly chats and yeah, me too. Yeah, we're just kind of uh, last month. We kind of went in the direction of just like riffing on what's been coming up for each of us personally and then giving the episode a title after and that felt really good and seemed to resonate with a lot of people who listened. So we're going to continue with with that format. So yeah, I'll just kick it off and, and really kick it over to you, Matt, first, just like, how have you been? What's been coming up for you? Any themes? Like, let's just kind of see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think 
probably one of the bigger themes that are coming up for me. There's kind of two streams actually, and they're kind of related, but I would say the, the first one is um, around fear. And did I talk about that in, in my in the last, I don't know if I did as much. Within this last month, I've been I've been doing a lot of content creating around fear and my experience of trauma and how trauma has significantly impacted my relationship with fear. And I became quite dissociated. I became quite perfectionistic, quite people pleasy, and all these little mechanisms I built around myself to not have to experience fear. And now I don't want to live that way because it's inauthentic, and I'm wanting to face my fear. So I'm doing a lot of things, you know, for example, like I'm practicing radical honesty in my relationships, which means I'm talking 100% my truth as I experience it and I'm not censoring it, not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm just being really honest and it's creating, as you can imagine, conflict and disappointment and uh, for people and for myself and these sorts of things. And, you know, conflict for me has been a very big fear in my life. I don't like having conflict with people because I can often feel their feelings towards me during the conflict and it makes me feel really insecure and and awful and these sorts of things so so a lot of facing of fears um, is a big part of kind of what i've been going through and then the other side of the coin is um releasing it's almost like my whole life feels like it's underneath a magnifying glass right now and i'm just really seeing with a ton of clarity what's working what's not what's what's weighing me down and like I'm, I'm tired of feeling dense I'm tired of feeling dense and you know when you people please and when you you try to you know avoid having to deal with realities and fear and stuff it it creates um, heaviness it creates a density in the in the mind and in the body and so I'm really clear right now around like what it is that I want what it is that I don't want and it's a really beautiful feeling because you know, a lot of my life I've been, um, you know, I've been empathic and that led to codependency because I abandoned myself so I could be there for other people that, cause I, that's how I was obviously dealing with my empathy and, uh, or being an, being an empath. And, uh, what I'm noticing right now is that I'm struggling with people needing from me. It, that's what it feels like. And I'm feeling a big pull right now. I'm feeling people pulling on me and it's like the universe is testing me and seeing if I am ready to be fully sovereign and to be fully um, empowered in myself and not needing these little mechanisms of, you know, codependency to create a sense of self. And I'm feeling it's so the, the cool thing about that is it's like, I feel very, <sighs> I feel very assured of who I am right now. And that's a really beautiful thing, right? I'm, I know what my needs are. I know what I don't want in life. So anyway, I, I did some writing this morning and I shared with my audience that I've come to almost like a realization that the way I create is very much inconsistent for lack of better word. And, uh, you know, when I, I create when I want to create and I create when I'm in vibration and in alignment to create. And so for what I've been doing for most of my career is I generate, 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 even when I don't want to generate and it's inauthentic to me. So now what I'm doing is I'm, I'm going to be batch creating. So when I'm feeling in the vibration of creating, I will pump out content. And when I'm not, I won't, and I'm not going to feel bad for it. I'm just going to enjoy, you know, when you know, I told my audience, I said, you know, when I'm not creating, you can trust that I'm resting mm -hmm. and I'm living life and I'm enjoying myself. And then, and I'm building all the yumminess that I can share with you. I have to live my life in order to build that yumminess too. Right. So I don't want to just be one of those generic cookie cutter content creators that is just pumping out stuff because they have to, I will really want to make sure it's aligned to who I am. So 
Anyway, there's tons of stuff percolating here, but I'll leave it there and I'm sure it'll unpack further throughout the, the episode. But totally. What about, what about for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I wanted to reflect to you, I felt that like unapologetic energy from you where it's like, this is me, this is what I need. And I'm have I'm not afraid. I mean, maybe afraid to say it, like you said, you're facing fear and all of that yeah. and the discomfort, but you're still like doing it, which is cool. And w- what you were saying about feeling like people needing you and pulling on you and the universe testing you in that way, like, oh my gosh, I had, I've been feeling that as well. And have had some moments in the past couple of weeks where I've just had to like really reassess like what are my boundaries and like what am I cool with and what am I not okay with and what is like too much because being empathic and being somebody who supports others like we're it's easy to have things projected onto us it's easy for people to you know have those codependent tendencies and so I always have to like also pay attention to the role I'm playing in all of this as well and yeah, it's scary though. It's it's nerve-wracking to kind of like say what you need and be honest and set new boundaries that you didn't have in place before cuz where I sometimes get tripped up is like if if I feel like I my space is impeded upon, my energy is like take, you know, taken advantage of. Sometimes I can get a little frustrated with myself like, "Oh my gosh, why weren't you more clear? Like you should have had a boundary. Like what's your deal?" But mm-hmm. instead I'm like reminding myself like, "No, you can always start. You can always add things in like we're always learning and evolving and it's it's just there's a lot there especially for those of us who did struggle with people pleasing and and do struggle with it like I'm always working through it so I yeah Yeah. really felt what you were saying there yeah for me it's really there's really been this theme of renewal and and stepping into a fresh energy and so just to be candid and share This is like weird to share, but it's not weird anymore because it's 2023 and people talk about this stuff. So I was pregnant for nine months, obviously. So I didn't have like a cycle then. And then even for the first nine months of my daughter's life, I was, or I'm still breastfeeding, but didn't have one then either. So I went a year and a half without having my cycle. And then it started the day of the new moon, the Pisces new moon, which is like literally so cool to me I was like oh my gosh I'm like in alignment with the universe like I I was like really excited and it just felt like this is like I'm stepping into a new phase like kind of like shedding some old layers and kind of stepping into what's next for me and Mm -hmm. so in a way you know I'm like oh man this like this is not fun but at the same time I'm like that's kind of cool and so I'm feeling that energy in my life where I'm like I'm shifting through these different cycles and I'm stepping into a new phase and so very much similar to you in that I'm kind of looking at things under a magnifying glass I'm kind of becoming more aware of like what's working for me what's not feeling good And a theme that I've had in my life that has served me well, but I'm not really interested in continuing at the moment is like being very impulsive. Mm. I've been like very fast, very fast action taker. Go, 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 go. And very Gemini. Yeah, very Gemini. I'm like, I just don't wait. I just go. And now I'm like, I I don't want to do that all the time because I don't know how I'm going to feel in a week from now. So if I commit myself to a bunch of things next week, I don't know what's going to happen next week. And so I'm kind of like in this season of my life, I'm like, no, I want to actually pace myself and be a little bit more intentional and slow down a bit and honor my energy and honor where I'm at. And so 
those are the things that are coming up for me and made me think of too, when you were talking about how you create and really honoring your unique creative process, like that's something I really want to do more instead of feeling this like pull and urgency to just go and do all the time when it doesn't actually work well for a lot of us. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's what stands out for me in your share is this word renewal. And I think renewal is like this beautiful like kind of like a second chance is what it feels like, you know, and and human beings are, we're so habitual, right? And we get caught in these routines and these structures and these patterns. And that's adaptive for sure, because it's, it makes things easier. Like when we get into a routine, we're on autopilot, we're good, we're efficient. But when things stop working for us, we need that period of renewal. We need that pause that precedes renewal so we can then step into, okay, something's not working here. I need to, to start to make it work better. Right. And I love that. And, you know, for me, it's like this, this whole, I, I just feel this, like this deserving energy of like, I deserve to be comfortable and I deserve to be safe. These are two really big things for me right now, because my renewal, as you speak of, is about what isn't working in my life. So I can be more comfortable. And that's part of my, part of that is my honoring my creative process. I deserve to be in aligned to my creative process that it brings me joy as much as it brings value to other people when I create. Right. And I think for the longest time, I was like, I'm just creating for other people's experience. I'm not creating for my experience. And I think that's what I'm reclaiming right now. And it feels really good. And then what was the other side of that? So comfort. And oh, I am safe. I think that's a lot of the the work I'm doing right now too, is it's like, I deserve to feel safe. And um, I've been pumping out a lot of content, you know, a few weeks ago around that, like life after trauma, facing fear and having an inner sense of safety. It's been so important for me to restore safety in myself. And again, I've been on autopilot probably since I was a kid. And I've been in that energy that you've been in. And I can even feel that energy in my body right now. Like I'm talking fast and it's not a safe energy for me. Like I find when I'm, when I'm slowed down and I'm really just honoring every feeling, every sensation that I'm experiencing in my body, that is safety for me. Right. So the speed, like the speed and the volume to which I operate needs to constantly be reevaluated. And that is where I'm finding safety because it's like, if I do what I've always done, I'm going to feel how I've always felt. And I don't want to feel sped up, impulsive, unsafe, not comfortable, all of these things anymore. So it's like, I'm really going through this, like, like I said, the only way to describe it is like my whole life is under a microscope right now. And, and it's actually fueled by a fierce energy. There's a fierce energy in me right now that I'm like, uh, uh-uh, not working. See you later. That relationship's done. And I don't have a lot of guilt or this, that the awkward feelings that I would have from before. It's just like, I've stepped into my power and I know that I need to release these things in order for me to, to level up. Right. And the universe knows like, and I felt it coming for the last while now, like there's, there's another level of success waiting for me, but the universe is testing me right now to see if I'm equipped to handle that. And I just feel like, you know, I even hear right now, like you think you're being pulled on now, right? Just wait because, but you'll have the tools to be able to say no and release people pulling on me because, and that's all my boundaries, right? So I'm really, really almost like I'm in a masterclass the universe is putting on right now around how to be boundaried and how to advocate for what is best for me without being inundated by guilt and fear. 
right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what I hear is just like st- a fierce, like self-love and compassion for yourself. Like what mm-hmm. you were saying about how you've found, have found yourself in the past, just like creating for everyone else and we're creating for the <clears throat> algorithm and all the things. And then it's like, taking a step back and being like, no, like, where's the joy in this for me? And something I like have, I try to make a practice and I'm continuing to work at it is like kind of zooming out. I like to view myself from above sometimes and like look at myself as if looking at how much I'm doing, how hard I'm working, like how much I'm pouring into everything I do. Like it can be so easy, I guess, for me to lose sight of all the things that I'm doing and get really just like caught up in the little details and I need to do more. I need to do more. And it's like, dude, like zoom out, like you're holding a lot of things you are. And then you're also like forcing yourself to show up in this way that doesn't feel good. It's just making that shift to have more compassion for yourself. And also like count yourself in the equation is, Mm. is huge because it's like, it's going to feel better when you're creating, it's not going to have that. Oh, I need to do this. And whatever just to like keep up because yeah yeah it's just it's exhausting it just doesn't work for a lot of us and yeah the energy of renewal has really been sticking with me it's interesting like I've been in such a transition period becoming a mom and it's just like it's one of those things where it's just like way more intense than I expected and there's that discomfort of like oh I want to be my old self because that's like who I was and who I know how to be, but like trying to be that version of me is like putting on a shoe that doesn't fit. It just like doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I've been in like the uncomfortable process for a long time, it feels like, but starting to feel that step into the renewal where it's like, okay, this is the next version of me. It's more fierce. I know, I know who I am in this period. I like, I'm not afraid to have my own back. Like, I just feel like that's kind of what's next and what kind of comes through. And it's one of those things you can't, rush your way to it's where you have to go through that sticky crappy discomfort to like kind of become more aware like oh this is the stuff that's not working and if you want to like have a life that you know feels better and and is in alignment with you you've got to get rid of this stuff like it's not gonna it's not gonna work and so something that's kind of interesting is like as you know and I've shared I I closed my membership back in September of 2022 yeah. And I've created all that content with so much love and heart and I wanted it to live on. And I finally have come to a conclusion of the way I'm going to share that content and how it's going to live on. I have a new offering that'll be coming out at some point pretty soon. And it again, is like a renewal there where it's like, this is something that really mattered to me, really matters to me. And I freaking know it's helpful. And now it's going to have its second life in a new way. And yeah. That's where I was like feeling like, oh, like my old pattern was to be like, okay, I'm going to set this date. This is the launch date. And then I'm going to like run towards it. And I haven't set a date. And that's radical for me to like have spaciousness. Like I've been sitting with it and I'm like, "Mm, it's going to come to me when it's time. And I'm like really proud of myself for like doing that because I, as somebody who's moves way too fast. Like, like you said, like, I just want to feel that grounded safety. I want to give myself spaciousness and be like, it's all good. (laughs) Like, what are we rushing for? Let it marinate. So that's where I'm at. And it's feeling good. And it's a little scary, but it feels good too. Yeah, I love that. You know, I didn't, I didn't uh, feel comfortable with repurposing until, geez, like a year ago. And I've created like, 
for the last 10 years, I think, just endless content. I have so much content and um, I always was creating new. And, you know, it's funny because there's such a correlation between that and like my value, my self-value. This has been an area that I've, uh, that I've had injured from a very young age around worth, worthiness. I've never felt good enough. Inadequacy, I guess maybe you could call it. And so I've always used my creative process as a way to compensate or overcompensate for feeling not good enough. So it was like, oh, if I'm repurposing my content, then it means that, you know, like I'm not, I'm not creative enough to bring new stuff forward. And I always, so I, my whole creative process, there was just so much pressure. It's, and I just, and that's why I burnt out. And that's why I've been taking time. And maybe that's why I'm inconsistent now, because I'm just like, I have to go to the far end and just be like, fuck it. Honestly, like I'm tired. I'm so tired of creating from this place within me and I'm reconfiguring a new place within me to be able to create from. So I love that. I love that you're repurposing that. And I actually did that recently with a membership community that I had with two other coaches and we repurposed it into a, a one-time content library of like a coaching collection, we call it. So that's been amazing. And then we're not having to constantly hustle inside the membership to create new and da, 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 da. It's like, here's all this beautiful things we've created. So I love that you're, you're repurposing. And I felt the excitement in you when you were, you were sharing. I have a question for you though, because there was something else that expanded when you were sharing, you were talking about your life and how something's not, things aren't, some things aren't working and some things are. And then you talk about renewal and renewal is like a moving from a to B or one to two or whatever. And so what do you want your life to look like? Like, what is this life you're creating? What are you renewing yourself into? Yeah. <clears throat> for me, it's like, I'm craving, like, I, when I, I think a lot about my work, I guess it's just such a huge part of my life, but in general, <laughs> I just want more like depth less like mm. surface level so yes. like in the past I've been somebody who just like creates new things all the time and that's <laughs> part of my energy and I love it right yeah but now I'm kind of like okay I want to settle into the things that I've created mm. and like set, set some roots here and not feel like I have to jump so fast to the next thing I just want to move slower I want to like create more depth with the things that I've created I want to just like connect I want to like let things marinate more than I have in the past and I think I think in the past it's because of that like frantic like go 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 energy and, and I'm just like we've talked about urgency in the past and that's been the vibe and I'm like I'm sick of the urgency like I want to mm. trust that because a lot of times it's like from a scarce place where I'm like oh I just got to keep moving because if I don't then I'm gonna lose momentum I'm gonna fall behind whatever that means and it's just like mm -hmm. gross and so I really almost I want to show myself that it's safe to move slower and that the timing is perfect. Like, what if I just let what I have be enough? And with that too, I just want to have free up more mental space because my work is always going to be a huge part of my life. But I do want to feel like I'm also more present with my family when I'm with them. And when I'm like yeah. juggling so <clears throat> many things and like thinking of all these new things all the time, I'm just like, I'm pulled away. And so it's just like, less with more depth that's just like what it feels like yeah how about for you what is what's it feeling like for you well we're so similar because my life is my work my work is my life like it is me like that it's funny like when I think about work it's not like most people think about work work is me it's my creations it's my psychology it's my spirituality that I'm sharing with the world so it's really interesting like I, I'm I'm feel so blessed 
to be aligned to my soul path, even though my soul path is challenging. Uh, it challenges me in so many ways, but it's so beautiful because there have been periods in my life where I wasn't aligned or I got derailed because I wasn't able to pursue this work because I wasn't mentally stable enough to do it. So I had to go into something different. So I know the feeling of not being aligned to my soul path. And it, it it's really, it, it, it sucks. I don't like that feeling. But when I think about what I want to create, it's like, I want to like, yeah, similar to you, I want to create space in my life. And I think I want eventually to have a partner. And um, I don't think I'm quite ready though. And this is a really interesting thing because I've been convincing myself I'm ready for partnership, but I don't think I quite am. I think there's still a few things that I'm learning how to navigate within my own world. And I'm feeling very, very territorial of my space right now. And I'm needing to go through that in order to reclaim my energy and find my edges. And as I'm discovering that it's like allowing me to set stronger boundaries and be more clear about my needs. And I don't think it would be fair for the universe to bring somebody in special into my life and then me be in this territorial energy of like my space and time. So I know that that's going to rectify itself first before that comes in, but I want more space. Um, I do want a bit more simplification, but I also am a Gemini and I, I, I know that depth sometimes is not good for me. I like airy fairy kind of moving around to different things. I love novelty and variety. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't want it to come from a place of like, I need to do it so I can become more successful or more popular or earn more money. I want it to be purely like, oh man, this vision like lights me up and it creates expansiveness in my being. And then I move towards it. That's what I want. I want just pure and utter alignment. And I want to connect more with people like you that I just vibe with and they just get me and I get them and our creations are beautiful. That's what I want. I don't want dense, heavy, have to do it energy. I'm tired of the have to do it. I, you know, no more obligations in my life. If it's not working, it's going to be next. And that's why I love being an entrepreneur because I get to call the shots. If I don't want to do something, I don't have to do it. Right. Amen. Yes. Yeah. What I keep hearing is just like meaningful, like the steps that we take, the things that we do are meaningful. It's mm -hmm. intentional. It's not just because we have to, it's not just to like mm -hmm. fill this need and blah, blah, blah. Like so exhausting. So over that, yes. I, it's just like, yeah. it's not the vibe <clears throat> and that's, yeah. And I think a lot of times we just have to get to the far end of it where we're feeling like, okay, I've, I've done it. I know what this consists of and it doesn't feel great. Like, right. Mm -hmm. It's trying yeah. it, trying it a different way. So yeah. yeah, I'm so with you on all of that. It's like, it's a lot. It's a yeah. Lot. Yeah. I like those words. Meaningful. I think freedom comes mm -hmm. in there. Like freedom is just so important to me. Freedom to create, freedom to be, you know, and actually one thing I haven't been experiencing much lately, and I'm going to call this in right now is I want more inspiration. You know, that's like my brand is about inspiring people to be authentic, but I want more inspiration to play and mm -hmm. to be alive and to just mm -hmm. taste all the colors of the rainbow. Like that's what I'm really, you know, in this energy right now, I think I've done enough healing to the point where my, my, the template of who I am, isn't the energy of suffering anymore. I think for the longest time, that's been my template is I've been navigating so much heaviness in my experience that suffering has been who I have been. Right. And that's a challenging energy to be in. And now it's like the universe is asking me to play more and be more light and, and fluffy and you know like those things so and I, but it's interesting because i'm noticing the habits more specifically the psychological habits around suffering that i've created like i almost anticipate 
disappointment or anticipate suffering coming. So I, I, I'm creating that experience because I think that was one of the ways that I tried to make it not as painful as I anticipated it coming. So I would yes. know. So I'm trying my best to stay in this energy. Like when I do get into the beautiful energy of play, I'm like, okay, let's imprint this. Let's really feel what this feels like, because I want more of this. I want to create you know, memories inside my every cell in my body that play is the natural state that I'm meant to be existing in, in this life. Right. So that's what I'm working towards. (laughs) Yes. I love that. That resonates so much. And I think a lot of it like is, yeah, like showing ourselves that it's like safe to play. Like we can do this. The other Mm -hmm. shoe is not always going to drop on the Mm -hmm. same exact way where I'm like anticipating what's going to go wrong next or what painful thing is going to happen that I'm like taking Mm -hmm. away from the current moment and the joy. And it made me think of uh, something playful I did recently that's kind of reinvigorating my creativity. So like, you know, I've, I've launched some business offerings for highly sensitive people and it's been super fun. And I was feeling like so weird and like torn because I felt like I couldn't talk about it on my life by Alyssa Instagram. I'm like, Oh, I'm watering myself down. So I was just feeling weird. And I kept having this idea, like, just make a separate Instagram page for your business stuff. I kept like, but then I'm like, no, that's too much work. I don't want to do it. But I was like, no, let's just do it. Like it's that playful energy. And so I started it from zero and it was like, I'm having so much fun. Like I, some of my posts get like seven likes and I'm like smiling about it because I'm like this is I'm like a beginner again and it's like kind of fun to just like play and I'm like I literally don't care (laughs) like it's a playground I'm like let's just see what happens and it's like people are liking it and it's growing and it's really fun and I can be completely like what's the word uninhibited where I just like talk fully about that and it feels good and so yeah it's like what can come from that like I think of how I started my business three, you know, three, four years ago now, actually. Um, and it came from just like a playful, like, let's just see what happens energy. And then sometimes I think we kind of like get into things and it's like, oh, this is serious and I need to make money and blah, blah, blah. And it takes us away from that initial, like joyful energy. And anytime I get, when I get further away from that, things get harder. I don't enjoy it. And I'm like, why did I start this? I get in this like slog of like oh I gotta make the algorithm happy instead of being in that energy of like cool two people liked my post like that post was freaking good <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> like so that like little experiment project is breathing life into me where I'm like bringing that back into the work that I've been doing for years where it's like oh yeah that's like where it started and so I I love that I think it's it's there's so much like fertile ground there when we can lean into that energy yeah yeah you're using all these beautiful words like fertile and uninhibited and you know the playful energy for me it's like oh I just love it like it's it's such a and I I can't believe that I'm 37 now and I've starved myself of play for so many years like probably two decades I'm not kidding and like that makes there's a grieving I'm going through right now actually around that like I feel sadness that I've not let myself play but you know it's about I'm it's I'm glad I'm realizing it now I still got more than half my life ahead of me that I can play with this energy but it's like the playful energy just leaves so much room for like silliness and making mistakes and being imperfect like I think when I think about play I think about like finger painting 
Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, and just getting messy and just like really get, like diving in and like, you know, and exploring that. And it's funny because whenever like I'm in a relationship, I'm very playful. So mm-hmm. partners, partners bring out the most playful part of me. And I think that's why I love being in relationships. Cause you know, you get things like sex and teasing each other and, you know, playing pranks on each other. Like that's who I am at my core. Like I am a total prankster. I'm a total trickster. And I love teasing people. It's just something that I do. It's almost like, that's how I flirt. (laughs) You know, you know, that I let that I've got a little crush on you. If I like kind of, you know, tease you a little bit, that's always, that's, that's my way. So yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, Gemini vibes too, because it's always like the childlike playful energy. I feel like that's at the core. And I actually did read your newsletter this morning and I cracked up to myself at the part where you're talking about like your creations. It's going to be like when grandma bakes (laughs) cookies, grandma's not going to give you a cookie every day, but when she does, it's going to be delicious. And then you're like, just call me Graham's smiley face. I literally laughed at myself. I'm like, yes, like that's the vibe. Like it just feels good and people feel that. So I, I think it's so magnetic too. You know, we want to be around people. Not that that's like the purpose, but like, it's a natural byproduct. Like when we are in that energy, I feel like things do kind of flow and it just feels more fun. And And a lot of times I have to remind myself, I mean, I want to just remember this all the time, but I'm human. It's like, we do take things very serious and it is so heavy and it's all just like, we're just out here. We're just little like people in this earth, on this earth with like a limited time. Like we do make things like a whole big thing when it's really like, it's going to end. Like, it's not that serious. I don't know. So I I like want to step more into that remembrance because it just like takes the pressure off. It's like, it's all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I find it quite vulnerable, even like when you were just sharing that, like I felt like about me saying that this morning, because this morning I was in that energy. And it was like, so fun. And I was cracking up. I'm like, Oh, my God, this is funny. Because that's the first I thought about it. I'm like, what is this envision? I always kind of download intuitive hits. And I'm like, I thought I immediately thought of like a grandma baking cookies for like her grandkids. And uh, for some reason that came in. So I was like, I played around with it. And I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna write this down. But then when you were just sharing it, I kind of felt like insecure. I was like, Oh, my God, like, that, and I'm not saying that you, you did anything wrong at all, but it, it's, it's highlights in me that like play and joy is extremely vulnerable for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I've associated play and joy with more of a feminine childlike energy. And I have spent a lot of my life trying to repress my feminine energy because I was ashamed of, of it or whatever for being gay or whatever the story is around that. And then the childlike energy is like, I always felt when I was younger, like people didn't take me seriously or they didn't hear me. So it's like, I tried to be very stoic and very like command people's presence and respect. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm being childlike and playful, it's showing that I'm immature and I'm not, comp- I'm not uh, competent or I'm not composed. So again, release, I'm done with these stories. They're old stories. They're not serving me. Let's release them and let's invite more play in because it, it doesn't matter if people think I'm immature, childish, play, playful. I want the primary experience of my life to be one of joy and one of playfulness and one of feeling alive. You know what I mean? Like, that's really what I want. I want to feel alive and I want to like, you know, suck the juice out of every single day that I can. You know what I mean? That's oh, really what I want. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I completely can relate to, well, the, the feeling of like, people not taking me seriously or like being like, Oh, are you whatever? Like there is sometimes that pressure of thinking that, yeah, we need to show up in one certain way. And I just think of like 
again, the word magnetic comes to me with just like the like how multi-dimensional people are and how cool it is like knowing you like how smart you are how much like wisdom you have to share but then you have that like lighthearted, funny playful side I think of the word juicy I think of you because you say <laughs> juicy it's like it's just like what makes people like dynamic and fun and like cool yeah. and I think it's also just what your whole brand is about which is authenticity it's like that's what makes us like want to be around people when they're just like in alignment with who they are and they're not afraid to show all these different parts it's just like oh that's like the kind of person i want to i want to listen to them talk and be their friend rather than that person that's like buttoned up and perfect all the time and never says the wrong thing like okay cool i just don't really resonate with you and you're not going to be as fun to hang out with you know so i I feel you but (laughs) yeah i think it's just more joyful spacious unapologetically ourself kind of life is like is the vibe and I think taking all these scary steps and moving through the discomfort is is the key to keep you know keep moving towards that um it's it's essential yeah I agree I want to share a a theory that I've been cultivating lately and I haven't I, I haven't quite fully articulated in my mind yet so I'll try my best but um, and I'll start creating content around it, but it's around perfectionism. And this has been a huge theme in my life. And I think it's been motivated by inadequacy and shame. I've spoken publicly about that before, but I think perfectionism is a, is a negative feedback loop. And what I mean by that is that when we are perfect, I'm using air quotes, when we are perfect, other people around us feel like they have to be perfect around us because we're not giving ourselves space to be imperfect. So we project that energy onto other people. So then other people around us show up perfectly, again, air quotes, and then it perpetuates our perfection. Mm. What I'm learning now is to share my vulnerabilities, be humble, share my imperfections, and guess what's showing up around me? other people's imperfections and their vulnerabilities. And they're now feeling safe to share that with me. And then we create more humility, more humanity, right in that. So if you are a perfectionist, you there's there come there comes a point where you got to exit that negative feedback loop and stop showing the world only your perfections because you're the mirror you're getting back from people is just that and it's the opposite. It's an authenticity killer, right? Mm. So because everyone has them, everyone has imperfections. And the more that we can share them and show them to each other, the less we're going to feel the pressure to always be perfect around each other, you know? Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so good. Yes, that's such yeah. a good point. Because I can think of people in my life who exude that kind of energy. And I definitely change around them because I'm like, totally. oh, I don't want them to be judging me or think that I'm like, <laughs> messy or something like that, because I'm not <laughs> perfect. And this is something I like, work with because I have a now a business membership for HSPs and like that's a huge thing that people struggle with is perfectionism and like mm-hmm. overthinking their posts and blogs and things like that because oh my gosh what if it has a typo or somebody doesn't like it and blah 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 and like one of the things I've been challenging them to is like okay for five days just five days you're going to post a piece of content every day and it's you're going to just do it and it's going to be messy action. And just the point is showing them that it's safe to put things out there imperfectly. And of course, what I knew would happen is that some of these posts are getting a lot of great feedback from people. People are feeling very validated and seen and they're, and then it's showing, you know, though these people like, oh, okay, it's, it's not the end of the world. If I put something out imperfectly, actually, it might resonate with someone more than my 
absolutely perfectly curated post. So it's like, totally. that's kind of my mindset. It's like, like you're saying, it's like when we show that it gives other people permission, they feel the authenticity and they're like, oh, dang, that's like someone I want to be around. That feels good. So vulnerability yeah. <laughs> always is like the key there. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy how much that matters. Yeah. It's a game changer. I love that word messy action. Yeah. <clears throat> that's yeah. like what I'm embodying in my life right now. Like singing, especially in my singing, yeah. like it's like, it's very messy and I'm learning everything's new to me. Right. So yeah, but I'm, I'm pushing through, I'm taking action. And that's the only remedy to, you know, in HSPs, I'll say this to finish off. Cause I know we're, we're tight for time, but um, I, I, and I suffer from this too, analysis paralysis, mm. right? We just analyze everything. We're processing so much information. We take 10 years to make a decision, blah, 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 that whole thing. The remedy to that is action, not more thinking, <laughs> just mm -hmm. take action, just suck it up and take action. And you know what you'll, you'll learn as you go. That's what I think mo a lot of HSPs need to learn that skill is just learn as you go. Don't worry about getting it perfect and give yourself lots of space to, to, you know, experiment and learn. Yes. Yes. That is like, that is the thing I always tell people. And, and, and like, I have to just say here and we can then wrap it up. But, um, mm -hmm. like when I started my membership, it was in a Facebook group and it was super messy. It was not perfect. I didn't have my business license purse. Nothing was done. And I always tell that story to the people in my, my community. And they're like, wait, really? Because they're wanting to get everything ticked and tied. And I'm like, friends, like if I had waited, I still wouldn't, I wouldn't even probably be talking to you right now. Cause I wouldn't have done a dang thing. So it's yeah. like, messy action showing yourself that it's safe to do so and it's going to be yeah. uncomfortable and it's it's either that or you're kind of stuck in the paralysis of of it all oh. and that sucks doesn't feel yeah. good so that's soul sucking soul sure. sucking yeah <laughs> soul, gosh soul sucking oh well as always like this conversation was so fun and it's always just like cool to see where we take things and where our souls just kind of bring us along the journey <laughs> <laughs> and it, totally. it always turns into a beautiful conversation. So yeah. I, I really loved this. So much. I do. And it, it feels better for me to do it the way we're doing it. Cause it's like, again, it's more in alignment to what I'm wanting to create going forward is like, let the creation come through you as opposed to trying to force it. So if we come up with a topic beforehand, we're boxing ourselves into talking just about that, where it's like, maybe we want to take it, you know, somewhere different. So yeah, yeah. I appreciate you as always. I always learn so much from you too. So oh. thank you. Same to you. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, yeah. for listening and watching. And we'll be back with you next month. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.